Peter Paul Cadbury wants to send you a collection of commemorative scenes from alien worlds. So have a paper and pencil ready, and I'll tell you about it in a few minutes. Slowly rotating at the edge of deep space, 1,000 kilometers beyond the atmosphere of 21st century Earth, is the Arthur C. Clarke Astronomical Observatory, Star Lab. Here, Star Lab Research Director Maura Cassidy and scientists and technicians of the International Space Authority watch over the countless stars and planets that fill the silent distances beyond the giant space station. This week, Captain Buddy Griff and Star Lab librarian Ingrid Castle discover the ultimate sideshow attraction in the circus of their minds when they encounter the Madonnas of Zanzibar Alpha on Alien Worlds. This is Star Lab. Go ahead, Lunar Base 14. Uh, yes, it is. When is it due to launch? In about 20 minutes. It's still being loaded. Okay, can you pass me through to the pilot? Uh, we need some hydroponic nutrient tubing, and I forgot to put it on his supply list. <laughs> no problem, Frank. I'll switch you over. Good. Thanks, Jerry. Serendipity 1, the Star Lab control. Uh, this is Star Lab. Go ahead, Serendipity 1. This is the amazing Daphne. Full-time tattooed lady and part-time shuttle pilot for Otto Starshine's Interplanetary Carnival of Thrillin' Wonders. Currently presented six shows a day on the circus planet of Barnum 5. Admission six platinum dollars, life forms under 12, free. <laughs> Sounds like a barrel of fun, Daphne. What can I do for you? I have a package for SCT Captain Buddy Griff. Personal. From Otto himself. Uh, what's your Star Lab ETA? Seven minutes and 22 seconds. Seven plus 22, Roger. Okay, Serendipity One, I have you on the screen. <laughs> That's some paint job you've got there, Daphne. I've never seen a day glow rainbow shuttle before. Part of the image, kid. Part of the image. And a thrilling wonder it is, too. Uh, your docking orbit insertion coordinates are 503 at 20 Alpha, docking bay 7. Thanks, pal. Oh, remind me to give you a couple of free tickets. Serendipity 1, out. Star Lab, clear. Well, it, it seems to me that in order to project the astral body, the person first has to visualize being outside himself. He has to actually see his etheric body while he's still in his physical body. Oh, I don't know, John. What is there about the real or imagined presence of the... Uh, what's that German word for etheric double, Mora? Doppelganger. Yeah, doppelganger. Great word. Why is it necessary to visualize the doppelganger first? I mean, if that's essential, how do you explain the fact that people have out-of-body experiences while they're asleep? Maybe it's because when you sleep, you dream. 
And I'm oversimplifying this now, but aren't dreams unconscious visualizations of places you've been or places you want to be? I never thought of that. I guess that's a possibility. So maybe you're both right. Excuse me, Dr. Cassidy. What is it, Patrick? There's someone here from Barnum 5 to see Captain Griff. Daphne? Hello, buddy, you old roustabout. Are you deaf? My gosh. Maura. I'm sorry, I think nothing of it, dollface. Tattooed ladies are supposed to give you the shivers and make your eyes pop. That's what we get paid for. Uh, Daphne, this is Maura Cassidy, Star Labs Research Director. Glad to know you, Maura. Hello? And this is my good friend John Graydon. Put her there, Johnny. Any friend of Buddy's is a pal of mine. I've heard a lot about you, Daphne. Well, anything this beanpole told you about me, you gotta take with a grain of salt. Or maybe with a grain of pepper if you like your story spicy. <laughs> Uh, buddy, I didn't know that you knew any tattooed ladies. Well, hell's bells, Mara. Me and the kid have known each other for years. Well, when he was just a squirt, he used to spend half the summer following Otto's carnival around. How is Otto, anyway? Buddy, he couldn't be better. Going interplanetary was the smartest thing he ever did. Why, we got more attractions and menageries than you can shake a stick at. And Otto's got one whole shuttle stuffed with mattresses. Just so he can store his money. <laughs> oh, D Daphne, could, could I ask you a personal question? Far away, Johnny. Uh, well, are you, a, you know, tattooed all over? Oh, well, heck yes, sugar. I even got tattoos on the bottom of my feet. Want to see? Well, no. Um, I mean, if you don't want to. Oh, no trouble at all, Johnny. Happy to oblige. Here, buddy. Help me off with these cloud hoppers. Okay, here. Give me your foot. Oh. Oh. There. What do you think of that? Oh, fantastic. What's that there, Daphne? A white rabbit? A white rabbit. A mad hatter. A queen of hearts, twiddly dee, twiddly dumb. Oh, heck, Mara. I got the whole story of Alice in Wonderland tattooed on the bottom of these babies. Daphne, did you have all these tattoos when you joined the circus? Nope. It was just my arms at first. Uh, Buddy here gave me the idea of getting tattooed from face to feet. He did? Yeah. The first summer he came around, he was reading this Ray Bradbury novel, The Illustrated Man. Well, I took a gander at the cover and decided then and there that anything an illustrated man had to say, an illustrated woman could say ten times better. Oh. <laughs> Alien Worlds will continue. Peter Paul Cadbury wants to send you a collection of commemorative scenes from Alien Worlds. Nine full-color illustrations from fantastic adventures like Earthlight and the Kilohertz War, and characters like Elon of Death Song and the Madonnas of Zanzibar. Just send two Peter Paul or Cadbury wrappers and 50 cents for postage and handling to Alien Worlds, Box 888, Westbury, New York, 11590. That's Box 888, Westbury, New York, 11590 for your Alien Worlds souvenir booklet. I feel like a nut, sometimes I don't. Almond Joy's got nuts, mounds don't. Almond Joy's got chocolate, mm, coconut and munchy nuts too. Mounds got chocolate mm, and chewy coconut, ooh. Sometimes I feel like a nut, sometimes I don't. Almond Joy's got nuts. 
from the circus planet of Barnum 5, the amazing Daphne, a tattooed lady from Otto Starshine's interplanetary carnival of thrilling wonders, is reunited with her old friend, Buddy Griff. Uh, Buddy, I didn't know that you knew any tattooed ladies. Why, hell's bells, Ma. Me and the kid have known each other for years. Well, when he was just a squirt, he used to spend half the summer following Otto's carnival around. How is Otto, anyway? Buddy, he couldn't be better. Going interplanetary was the smallest thing he ever did. Why, we got more attractions and menageries than you can shake a stick at. And Otto's got one whole shuttle stuffed with mattresses. Just so as he can store his money. <laughs> Half an hour later, Maura, John, Buddy, and the amazing Daphne enter Star Lab's visual media theater to view a videotape cassette Daphne has brought from Barnum 5. that. Well, that deer's going punky on me. I was wondering about the cassette. Oh, that. Well, when Otto got Buddy's message about coming to Bonham 5, he rounded up a bunch of our Ballyhoo boys and had them put together this little video tour of the grounds. Sort of a preview of coming attractions. Well, that was nice of him. Otto's always doing stuff like that, Mara. Figured Buddy'd get a kick out of it. I love it. Well, I guess we should sit down, huh? Yeah. Maura, where would you like to sit? Well, I'd like a seat on the aisle. Well, I don't know. I like sitting in the middle, up close. John? Oh, oh, why don't we sit over there next to the console? I think Johnny's got a good point there. If we sit by the console, we can change focus and resolution and color correct if we have to. Okay, uh, right you are. Hand me the cassette, buddy. Here you go. Okay, Johnny, let her rip. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting Otto Starshine's Interplanetary Carnival of Thrilling Wonders! Otto Starshine, a name synonymous with alien acrobats, zero gravity clowns, intergalactic aerialists, interstellar menageries, and interplanetary sideshow attractions, assembled from the far corners of the universe to amaze, amuse, delight, and astound you. From the planet of his glamorous wonder, the Torsak woman. Watch her now as she puts her mammoth Torsaks through their paces. She looks pretty mean to me. And now, 
not one of us look fabulous flying balloonings, an aggregation of death-defying aerialists so clever and accomplished. Their safety net is 58 feet above them. He's Wait a minute. They fall up? A Lavinian confusion creature. Notice the tail at both ends. Hence the name Confusion Creature. And now, in the centering, the strongest life form this side of Callisto. From the planet of Bicep 9, the one, the only, Giacomo the Magnificent. Watch now as Giacomo attempts to lift a fully loaded lunar shuttle. <laughs> Great. from planet Earth, a quartet of tap dancing kangaroos. Hit it, boys! Gotta dance! <laughs> Where did those guys go? And now, for your delight and satisfaction, please! The fire-breathing fish person of Dipmos 8, Green, who has extinguished himself in over 7,000 performances. I have never seen anything like it. I'll admit that. Well, I'd uh, like to hang around and shoot the breeze, but I got a show this afternoon, and I don't believe in keeping the customers waiting. Um, Daphne, before you go, would you mind coming down to the infirmary with me? The infirmary? How come? Well, you mentioned that your left ear was going a little punky, and I think Dr. Rossiter should examine it. There might be something she can do. Gee, that's really swell of you, Mara, but I'll be all right. Hey, Mara's right, Daphne. It wouldn't hurt to have it checked out. Besides, I think you and Dr. Rossiter would really hit it off. Well, okay. Good, I'll talk to you before you go. If anybody wants me, I'll be in the library. Checking out a book? Nope. Checking out a librarian. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> so long, buddy. Come on, I'll go down to the infirmary with you. Uh, maybe I can get Daphne to tell me some of her spicier stories. Glad to oblige, Johnny. A man who listens is a good man indeed. And these days, a good man is hard to find. <laughs> library and people can't concentrate if there's noise noise uh ingrid yes buddy there's nobody here what oh 
<laughs> How long have you had your nose in that book? Well, let me see. I came on duty at 0800, and it's nearly... My goodness, I've been reading for almost four hours. <laughs> what are you reading? A history of circuses and carnivals. Oh, let me see that. Gee, this is great. Well, since we are going to Barnum 5 tomorrow, and because Daphne and Otto are such good friends to you, I thought it would be nice if I could talk circus talk with them. Well, people like it very much when you take an interest in their profession, don't you think? Yes, they like it very much. I hope the weather is nice tomorrow on Barnum 5. It would be too bad if there was Jonah's luck. Jonah's luck? It's circus talk for rainy weather. I know. How did you know? There's a glossary of circus language here in the back of the book. I've memorized it. Oh, you have? Mm hmm Okay, close the book. Now, let's see. There's a heavy clem coming down behind a Mitchell involving a Razorback, a Joey, and a Spindleman. The clem is happening because they all have eyes for the same Sally Tinker. Oh, that's easy. A man who loves the animals, a clown and a gambler, are having a fight behind the fortune teller's tent because they all want the same lady acrobat. <laughs> Kiss me, you fool. Okay. <laughs> Alien Worlds will continue. Pardon me, isn't that a Cadbury chocolate bar? I've never tried one. Oh, that's too bad. Mind if I have a teensy piece? Hey, that's my bar. I'll just take a little bit. Oh, it was for my wife and me. Oh, she'll love it. You know you can get carried away with this stuff? I've noticed. Give it back. Oh, come on, it's a big bar. It's getting smaller. Once people taste a big, thick Cadbury chocolate bar, they get very carried away. Because only a Cadbury bar is so rich, so creamy... So, Cadbury. Can I have my Cadbury back now? Your Cadbury? Oh, I guess I got carried away. Peter Paul Cadbury wants to send you a collection of commemorative scenes from Alien Worlds. Nine full-color illustrations from fantastic adventures like Earthlight and the Kilohertz War. And characters like Elon of Death Song and the Madonnas of Zanzibar. Just send two Peter Paul or Cadbury wrappers and 50 cents for postage and handling to Alien Worlds, Box 888, Westbury, New York, 11590. That's Box 888, Westbury, New York, 11590 for your Alien Worlds souvenir booklet. continues. Two hours after her arrival at Star Lab from the circus planet of Barnum 5, the amazing Daphne complains of a hearing loss in her left ear and is taken to the infirmary by Maura and John. Hello, Dr. Cassidy, Captain Graydon. Hi, Maddie. Hi there, Maddie. Hello, Daphne. Well, how about that? Kid knows me. News travels pretty fast around here, Daphne. Uh, do you want to see Dr. Rossiter? Mm -hmm. She's not too busy. She's in her office. Come on. An hour later, Daphne and Maura leave the infirmary, take a lift to Star Lab's third level, and enter the giant space station's main dining room. Hi, buddy. Hi, Dr. Hi, Maura. Hey, Daphne. Hi, honey. How'd it go? Well, it looks like I'm not going deaf after all. 
I got a cracked eardrum, but Diana gave me some medicine for it. Says if I use it twice a day for two weeks, a crack will heal up and, hey, I'll be as good as new. Oh, good. Great. Oh, Daphne, this is Ingrid. She'll be coming to Barnum 5 with me tomorrow. Glad to know you, Ingrid. Hello, Daphne. Buddy's told me so much about you that it's nice to finally see you uh, in the flesh. Well, uh, I'm happy to say there's a lot of flesh to see. <laughs> hey, where's John? He's still down in the infirmary. Is something wrong with him? Mm, nothing a Sunday afternoon with Maddie won't cure. Yeah, well, I guess my spicy story has finally got to him. <laughs> <laughs> Will you have lunch with us, Daphne? I'd really love to, honey, but uh, i got to be getting back. Here's a couple of Annie Oakley's, buddy. I'll flash him at the gate tomorrow, and one of the boys will take you right to Otto. Annie Oakley's? Uh, oh, that circus talk for free tickets. Oh, <laughs> well, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Daphne. We'll walk you down to your docking bay. At 0800 the next morning, Buddy and Ingrid entered Launch Bay 12 and board the bright yellow Marathon Alpha, one of Star Lab's Magnum class long range shuttles. 15 minutes later, the Marathon Alpha rockets out of its launch bay, banks 40 degrees, and jets away toward Barnum 5. Meanwhile, on the morning side of the small circus planet, Otto Starshine and the amazing Daphne stand on the midway of Otto's interplanetary carnival of thrilling wonders, watching the gaffers, roustabouts, kinkers, and razorbacks prepare for another day-long performance. Well, there will be no Jonas luck today, Daphne. The sky is beautiful. Yeah, it's gonna be a swell day, all right. Say, are we going ahead with what we talked about last night? The fourth ring? Mm. Yes, it's a wonderful idea, but it requires a good deal of preparation. So we had better take Buddy and Ingrid to Madame Disha the moment they arrive. Gotcha. No, Disha. Gotcha. Oh, by the way, what was all that commotion last night? One of Glamorous Wanda's mammoth tool sacks got loose and had all three of its trunks draped over the counter of Devo's starflower stand. For a minute there, Devo thought it was going to sniff him right out of business. <laughs> Did you speak to Wanda about it? I mentioned it to her this morning, but she was so busy making herself glamorous, I don't think she heard me. <laughs> she never changes, does she? You know something, Otto? I hope she never does. She's tough, bro, just the way she is. <laughs> Come, let's go see Madame Disha. Gotcha. No, Disha. Uh, Marathon Alpha to Barnum 5 Traffic Control. Uh, yo, we're cracking you, Marathon Alpha. I need landing vector coordinates for Otto Starshine's Carnival of Thrilling Wonders. Coming right up. Now, all right, is your ship outfitted with a GC-10 interface module? Affirmative. All right, uh, terminate your onboard guidance system and open interface channel 105. We'll launch you from here. Roger. Okay, Marathon Alpha, we have you on ground control interlock. Have a good time. Thanks. Marathon Alpha out. Well, how do I look? <laughs> Buddy, close your mouth. Uh, I didn't know you were uh, changing your clothes back there. 
But the way I look doesn't make you uncomfortable, does it? Uh, no. Little tiny skirts and little tiny tops don't make me uncomfortable. No. Yes, yes, they do make me uncomfortable. Do you want me to change? No, no, no. I, I like being uncomfortable. Really, I do. I love it. Good. I think it's a perfect costume for a day at the circus. Circus? Oh, yeah, the circus. Oh, sure, it's perfect for a day at the circus. Or a night at the opera. Or a day at the races. Two hours after leaving Star Lab, the Marathon Alpha lands at the small spaceport near Otto Starshine's Carnival of Thrilling Wonders. 15 minutes later, Buddy and Ingrid flash their Annie Oakleys at the main gate of the carnival grounds and are escorted down the midway to Otto's office. A large red and gold circus wagon surrounded by long neon flagpoles that fly the multicolored banners and pennants of 20 alien worlds. Hey, how are you? Hello, buddy. You look great, Otto. Just great. <laughs> well, it's been a long time, buddy. Too long. My advice is that you begin coming to my circus at least once a year, rather than once every decade. Will you promise me that? You got it, Otto. That's a promise. And uh, who is your charming companion? Oh, this is Ingrid Tassel. She's the librarian aboard Starlight. Well, I must say that the image of the librarian has changed considerably since I was a boy. It's a pleasure to meet you, my dear. Thank you, Otto. Well, what do you two think of the place so far? Oh, it's, oh, it's terrific. I can't get over it. Excellent. Glad to hear it, kids. Glad to hear it. But if you think what you've seen so far is terrific, prepare yourselves for lots more. Because you ain't seen nothing yet. Madonnas of Zanzibar Alpha was written by Ron Thompson and starred Linda Gary as Maura Cassidy and the Amazing Daphne, Chuck Olson as Buddy Griff, Bruce Philip Miller as John Graydon, and Corey Burton as Jerry, with special guest stars Marilyn Schreffler as Ingrid and Byron Kane as Otto Starshine. Associate producer Ron Thompson, music director Tom Rounds. Engineer, Stu Jacobs. Assistant to the producer, Jim Cook. Alien Worlds was created, produced, and directed by Lee Hansen and is distributed by Watermark Incorporated. And so until next week, this is Roger Dressler inviting you to join us for the conclusion of the Madonnas of Zanzibar Alpha from the elsewhere and elsewhen of Alien Worlds. Peter Paul and Cadbury Chocolate Bars hope you've enjoyed Alien Worlds.